Welcome to a new segment of the Hip Hop Social Worker. Ever since I've been um, on this journey of financial freedom and entrepreneurship, I've been kind of intrigued by the hustle of being an entrepreneur. So I added a new segment called Hustle Mania. And it's kind of where I, you know, interview different entrepreneurs about their struggle, you know, have some insight about what it's like to own a business, what it's like to hustle every day, what it's like to maybe kill one month and not kill the next month. You know, so my first guest is my man, Bio Airborn. Yeah. <laughs> he is the CEO of Wavy Boy Media. That's Wavy Boy Clothing, Wavy Boy Photography. Anything else that I miss? That's it. All right, you want to talk a little louder? I think that's it. All right, all right. So, uh, would you go ahead and break us off of the journey of Wavy Boy, the Wavy Boy brand? Man, uh, started in 2013, and man, it's just been just a journey, man. Mm-hmm. Um, just going through the whole process, doing it right. When I, when you look at because, I mean, doing a clothing brand isn't the first thing. I'm not the first person to do it. It's, it's done all the time. But when you're in a, a market that's saturated, mm-hmm. you got to find ways to stand out and to be different from the rest. And um, I just think over this five years, I mean, that's, that's the definition of what Wavy Boy has been doing is like, making the transition from fitting in to standing out. So it has been that. Mm-hmm. And it's been a roller coaster, to say the least. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So uh, what what made you want to start this whole Wavy Boy movement? Man, um, to be honest, I, it really started because I wanted to make my own clothes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to make my own clothes. So I was like... I'm going to make my own clothes, and then if the public likes it, then, you know, I'll make it available to sell. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So um, that was my general idea, and then if no one bought it at the end of the day or no one liked it, at least I did. You know what I'm saying? So it was a win-win for me. Either Mm -hmm. people was going to buy it, or if not, I would have my own clothes, and it just um, it began to be unique and, you know, be in its own lane and I've just been nurturing it trying to get it to grow more and stuff like that so how did you uh how do you come up with like your designs and ideas and like you know like the next phase for like a you know a season uh, I don't know like do you do your clothes like in seasons like you know like the Ralph Lauren and they have like the winter collection and the spring collection and do you do shit like that uh some a little bit sometimes we have all of that we have uh different collections by the season but for the most part um how i go about how i go about creation and what we're going to create for the year is like um i guess i'm just having an eye out in the fashion world having an eye out in social media and then if my eye is caught by something then it might inspire me to do something or make something similar or or because I'm very I'm very um unique when it comes to 
t-shirt or something I just want to wear. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a spot in my head like, oh yeah, that's doing too much, or oh yeah, that'd be nice if it had this, or yeah, that's not doing enough, or something of that nature. So it it basically starts off like that, and then then I just try to make it wavy and um, make it my own, and that that's normally what I do. So things are are con- continuously coming out. You know, I might have a collection that comes out in the fall. It's the fall collection. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be some other things that's popping up as well. Okay. How how hard was it for you to, like, step out and, uh, like, start actually, like, getting people's um, recommendations? What are the recommendations? Getting people's, like, you know, you know, their thoughts on your clothes, like, on your critique or, you know, like, their critiques and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, when did you decide, like, all right, I'm about to just put it all out there. I don't care if people like it, if they don't like it, if it sell or don't sell. Like, how'd you come up with that idea? Um, or when did you know it was time? My bad, when did you know it was time? No, I mean, that, that's always what I wanted. Like, if they want it, they're going to give it. But in that in that business, it's like a dual-sided sword or whatever. And what I mean by that is, like, it's like you want people to like it. You want it to be the conflict the topic of conversation, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you want people to buy. Mm-hmm. And one thing that there's a very fine line is people will critique and people will tell you what you should have did or what you could have did or, oh, it would be tight if it had this. And it ain't really about that. It's about making something that's nice enough to buy. Mm-hmm. So um, one thing, getting it for free is one thing. Yeah. Because I'll wear some stuff. Oh, yeah, that, that's nice. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. But if I'm paying for it, then it's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a whole different checklist. It got to it got a meet in my head for me to feel that, you know, I got my money worth or or it is worth the retail value that I've paid for it. So uh, just aiming more so on that, like, yeah, this is worth it as mm-hmm. opposed to listening to a lot of outside chatter but it's like uh i do welcome critiques and everything just to know what people is 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 thinking but it's uh it's not like that's where i'm going for to find my ideas because i already got them you know so Mm -hmm. okay all right um so um how did you do like your first like month out Man, um, I, what I do remember, I couldn't tell you, like, I couldn't tell you because at that point I was just, like, when I was a month up and started, mm-hmm. like, I was still going through the middleman and finding a manufacturer mm-hmm. before I began manufacturing my own or having the uh, materials to manufacture my own equipment to some point, to some capacity. Yeah. And uh, so it was like, that was messing up my uh, margins and everything. So I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you uh, like dollars and cents how much, cause it was like, it was, the buzz was there. And I will tell you when you start something, it is, for me, the first couple of years was a popularity contest. It was people who, you know, knew me and seen that I was doing something positive yeah. and, you know, could say that they knew me enough to want to support me or support the movement that I was presenting to the public. So in the beginning, it was a lot of that. 
and that was cool and that was great, you know, just because I was doing something positive. But uh, year three, mm-hmm. year four, year five, it's about retaining customers okay. and gaining customers and just, you know, making people come back and to let you know, like, yeah, no, it's more than, hey, you're my friend, so I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I really like this stuff. It's yeah. like, uh, I really value it. So, yeah. I remember when I was a barber, retaining customers was like when you kind of figured out, like, all right, I'm I'm kind of nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the more you got, you know what I'm saying? Because you wouldn't, I mean, like me, I didn't get them all. Sometimes they would go somewhere else, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I, I had some, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, right, you know, regulars, yeah, right. you know, it, it, it's like, so like, you start seeing them like, you know, you know, come in waves, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, there's, like, that first busy day where when you were so busy with just your customers, that's, like, oh, that's, like, how you know, like, great you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, I, I, I might be all right, you know what I'm saying? I might be, I might be okay, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm probably ain't the tightest nigga, but I just was busy from 10 to 6 and with all my clients, right, you know what I'm saying? it was cool. It was doing you something know? that you liked to so, do. Like. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I remember retaining was, like, the biggest like stamp of approval, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right. That's you, real to me. That's you know? real entrepreneurism. Yeah. Ism is is retaining retaining the customer. That means you put forth a product or a service, yeah. and they enjoyed it enough to where they want to come back and get it again. Mm-hmm. When they can be going to anybody else or going to anywhere else, I was like, yeah, that's a good feeling. Yeah, for real. Uh, so, how'd you know the buzz was there? Because you earlier said you knew the buzz was there. Like, what did that feel like? You know what I'm saying? Like, to know, like, oh, shit, okay, my shit is kind of, you know, it's buzzing around here. Like, how how could you tell? Um, how could I tell back then? How can back I tell then. now? Back, like, you know, like the first hint of, like, oh, okay, I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how could you tell? Um... Just everyone, just everyone wanting it, mm-hmm. and what? Ah, uh, no, nah, no, nah, I wouldn't say that. I could tell the buzz was there uh, because people were inquiring how to get it. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, oh, how do I? And that's that. That was big for me. Like, oh, how do I? And then it's like, man, you, I, you can't. Oh, just DM me or or yeah. just, nah. I need a place for them to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I need a website. Mm-hmm. I need so when I started, uh, when I started, you know, like I got to get a website because people is wanting it. Then it, they have me like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the one, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like when the website was cracking and it, you was getting like hella like visits, you know, like just kind of like or or actually shit, you 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 selling shit so. So you're selling clothes, you know what I'm saying? Like you're looking in the orders and the orders is popping. Yeah, but I mean, that wasn't always, it wasn't always an influx of, like just influx of orders that just came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was, uh, it was, you know, steady, steadily, you know, it's not yeah. coming in. But it was more so what I realized, because uh, when you do things as a business, or, or as a company or as a brand, yeah. so you're doing it. I was, you know, I was doing what I researched to be the right way mm-hmm. of how to uh, reach new people and everything. And it wasn't like they were coming in like how I wanted them to. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I knew it was working because 
uh, you know, different people I would speak it speak to in person or see that would ask me about it. I said, "Oh man, I seen a wave here, something like that." Yeah. And I remember one time, one time what was crazy was like, what was crazy was like, all right, uh, you know, it's all bills and everything where you have to pay for a website and domain, all that other stuff. Mm. And I remember, you know, uh, in the beginning, in the beginning, it there was a time where I was maybe like late on my bill, maybe late a couple of days or whatever, and I wasn't, I was acting like a days ago. To, to pay that bill because I'm like ah oh, people ain't going nobody even be looking at this. yeah and then um, I got a phone call I got a phone call and that person was like yeah I'm trying to show my grandma your website yeah and, and the link don't work like oh. you know it it don't work I was and this was just like somebody I ain't spoke to in a while or yeah whatever but it was just like damn okay like man you telling your parents <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Man, this might be something, yeah. you know, because I didn't know, I didn't know, here's somebody that's never, I've never seen them like it, or they don't have it liked on Facebook, or just anything, there's no way, they're not interact, I'm not seeing them physically interact, whether yeah. it be a post, or a comment, or a like, so I'm thinking, oh, nobody knows, but it was, uh, it was actually, what was ironic was, it was actually the complete opposite, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like, so that's one thing, uh, what was what was real to me is like I didn't need I didn't need engagement with my post or people liking it for people to know it and the buzz to be created like it was it was generating just from being out there and that was yeah. that was one of the most like things like that made me like man I can't ever stop yeah <laughs> I can't ever pay miss that bill again like I can't ever stop I gotta even if even if I post everything and get zero likes, like yeah. somebody is seeing it, you know what I'm saying, and that's and that's all that matters. So that was that when it comes to buzz and things like that, if people is asking you about it and it's your friends or if they're not your friends, that just let you know that mm -hmm. there's buzz out there. You know about it. Yeah. So uh, when did you like? Uh, so, so how did you figure out? How to like make your own shit, like make the middleman obsolete? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, how did that process go? Because we were just in your, yeah, uh, I'm gonna you know, lace you up. in your, uh, you know, your shop, the Wave Cave. You know, we were just Thank in there, <laughs> and you did make some shirts for me. You know what I'm saying? The shit look, the shit look right. You know what I'm saying? You just like you knew the machine, the machine you needed. You know what I'm saying? No. Like the. Oh, man, how many inches from the shoulder blade and all that kind of shit, you know what I'm saying? You just, you just oh, was so, you was so, like, in tune to it, you know what I'm saying? So how did you, like, learn to do that? Man, to be honest, it was, um, it was all trial and error. Mm -hmm. It was trial and error. And it was, it was just all experience. And a wise man learned from others' experiences. You get what I'm saying? So... That's why I want to share this with you. But uh, there was the, when I didn't have the materials, I would go to people and I would go through stuff. And I would have deadlines because I'm dealing with customers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Someone who already have your money. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, man, now I got to go and get this shirt made. I got to go to this place that makes the shirts and I got to go and I got to. And that just dealing with that, with the not being able to meet the the deadlines that I needed to having to refund back people's money because it was taking long. Like, man, I don't want to. I don't want to just be another number 
in a system yeah. to get my stuff done. Like, what if I come up with something? What if I come up with something at midnight? Or what if I want to make something, you know, when I want to make something? And I don't want to wait. Yeah. The more, <laughs> I feel like the more passionate an entrepreneur gets about something, a certain situation, a certain something, the less they want to wait. Yeah. You want full creative control and capability. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, even with your podcast, how you made it to, yeah, I can do this when I want, how I want, like, I want that. Even as a business, if I'm selling something, I want to yeah. be, I don't want to be like, oh, I have to go and call Peter first to see when I can get uh, 30 shirts made. Like, no, nah, I want to be able to do it myself. And on top of that, it's going to take more time, but it's going to save more money. Yeah. So, so. But because you can't like make as many shirts as you could if like the manufacturer, big manufacturer was doing it. Oh yeah. Is that offsetting like the profit, or is it like, or is, I mean, it, is so it cool? There's a system. There's a system that's put in place, and when it gets too much to bear, then you have to. I have to get help. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So when that's the case, I have no problem doing that because yeah. when you, I, it's what I love to do. It's what I do. So it's. After a while, it just becomes a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, to save time or maybe you don't have the time or, you know, then you, you look out to third-party places and they drop shipping options and things of that nature make it just move mm-hmm. swiftly. So, yeah. Okay. So, I got a question about an article of clothing. The flight jacket. What inspired that? Because that's hot. That's a, that's a, that's a dope-ass jacket. But, like, what, like... Like, what inspired, like, you know, the W on the back, you know what I'm saying? Like, that particular one, you know, with the spray paint, that's, that shit is hard. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what inspired that jacket? I got to know, because that shit is fire. Man, so, um, when that jacket even first came out, it was, it was, uh, it was a season, it was a season of, um, bomber jackets, mm-hmm. the little lightweight zip-up coats. It was like the zip, the little light zips is cool, but it was like, man, I want, well, I got that specific jacket. Like, man, I want a jacket that's gonna keep me warm mm-hmm. and that's gonna be fly, you know? So I'm searching around and I'm looking. Then I found that and I liked it like, I liked it like, I don't know, it's kind of like short at the sides, kind of go long, but not too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't want no coat that's draping and dripping me. Like, I don't, I don't want that. And, um, that was just like the perfect fit. And then it was just making it wavy. I'm a, sometimes, uh, some part of me like to do it a little bit, you know, just a little, little, uh, features. And then other parts of me like to do it big or whatever. Like, yeah, no, I want you to see this branding. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I want you to see this. So with that jacket, it was kind of a mixture. It was kind of a mixture of the front. You know, I'm more of a, you know, less emblem type of guy. So the front looks particularly plain with the logo on it and just a little red zip thing. But then I'm like, man, I want it to be branded. I don't want someone to see me from behind and not know that it's wavy. So then I'm like, yeah, let me just throw that W on there. That mm-hmm. just drippy W. And I wear it all the time. People say, are you, is this like a biker gang? <laughs> no, a lot of people say, oh, it reminds me of the Warriors. And I'm like, yeah, no, that, that movie, I had that on PSP. Oh, yeah, had the Warriors, game. Like, hey, that yeah. shit was hard. But yeah, no, like, just, and just having it in 
people that wear it feel tight. Like, just, I don't know, it's a good feeling when you make something tight yeah. and, and someone else feels the same way you feel about it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough jacket. Um, you got any uh, other, uh, like, any other news to drop for the uh, new collection you got coming up? Or is it like, are you kind of chilling right now? Man, so. Mm, I'm thinking that it's going to be more jackets. Uh, so, with the Drippy W line, I've been doing, if you've been seeing the most of the things I got the Drippy W is playing. Mm-hmm. I might um, draw some more attention to that in the fall, this this fall. Basically, like articles of clothes and, like, you know, zip tees, uh, hooded tees with the shirt. Uh, uh, hooded, yeah, hooded tees. Tees that zip up at the side. Um, different types of hoodies just to, for the, the minimal branding bring that drippy w out for him and then uh we're gonna bring some bear head out bring the bear head that, that that's really that's well. a tight design too yeah bring the bear head back we're gonna bring we gotta get him speak to my graphic designers and get him doing a couple of other things but we definitely want to bring in some stitch stuff bring in some printed stuff more graphic tees just more uh, more in between wear, more every day, more every day as opposed to like, oh, I want to look good today, I want to look fly. Like, more mm-hmm. every day clothing is coming, so yeah. And kids, yeah, okay, wavy babies, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, uh, shit, I forgot what I was about to say, consistent if they are inconsistent, like, how do you really keep, uh, Keep fresh and keep like you, you know the brand moving, even though it might have stalled a little bit. Man, um, what I do is kind of like shuffle the deck. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But the only way you can shuffle the deck is if you got a whole bunch of items. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I got there's over there's like ninety, almost over a hundred items. So it's like, and the way you got to look at it is the world hasn't seen all of them. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They, for the most part, a lot of people only see what we put on IG. Some people only see what we put on Facebook. So it's like basically uh, switching the deck. You get what I'm saying? Or drawing attention back to things, letting people know, like, hey, we got this. Because maybe when we showed it the first time, you didn't see it. You know, it's like like that's how it is. It's like whatever we draw attention to, then people start, oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we're going to draw more attention back to that. Um, I've been drawing more attention back to the race hoodie. Yeah. Or whatever, the yellow boy or whatever with the checkered arms. Because the second race hoodie just came out. So it's like I want to get momentum going for the um, first hoodie. And then the second one I already dropped. Drop them and drop more in different color waves. It's like color waves help people, you mm-hmm. know. So that's another thing I do: switch up, do different colors, uh, get different people out there. And um, I feel like that's dope. That's one dope thing that you had. Like any shirt you liked on the website could be any color. Yeah. You know, anything, any hoodie, any whatever could be yeah. a different color. And I like that's a lot of people. There, there's not a lot of. There's not a lot of attention brought to it, but a lot of people do reach out, reach out through email, like, hey man, I like this, but could you get it in four X, five X? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. all right, we can do that if you if you like it that much, you know, or could you can I get this in red or purple? Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. For the most part, we just had the most basic colors 
that's what we're going to do for this season and eventually everything is going to be that the most basic colors on there like a black white red gray you know Mm -hmm. like those type colors so okay you going to do like the half and half shirt like half blue half red I thought I thought about that man about the whole cut and sew venturing into cut and sew because I'm I'm wanting to do button ups of that nature Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying I want to do button ups I like um I like button ups. There's been a couple of uh, test test runs we've done. We've got like uh, button up shirts with the bear, whether it's a, a polo or a long sleeve shirt, yeah. or you know, a shirt you. I want to make like tropical shirts. You know, shirts you wear when it's sunny, mm-hmm. or or some shirts that you can wear with some slacks, or you can wear it tucked in and still be in a business environment. Yeah. The steer said that little wavy bear on there, so. So it's, it's like just enough. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done like the, um, like the, not like, not the fancy clothes, but like the kind of work clothes type, like khakis and. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's business class. Mm-hmm. Business class. That's what I was, that's, yeah, I was looking that's for business class. So, yeah, now that, you know, uh, going to work, I'll be wearing wavy too. So it's like, yeah, I need, I need. I need wavy at work. Some people want to be wavy at work. That's and not true. Just, you know? <laughs> so it's like, in that uh, work is a whole different, it's a whole different, you know? It's a okay. collar. There's buttons. Like, work. <laughs> you got to show it. You got to be professional. Definitely looking to push that this fall. So. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, I, you mentioned uh, social media, like social media, like switching shit up. You know what I'm saying? Um how do you uh, how do you use social media like to get your presence out there? Cause I seen you on Instagram, you got like over, you got the K, you know what I'm saying? The K, you know, is, the, swipe up one <laughs> the K is huge, you know what I'm saying? The K is a big deal, you know what I'm saying? So like, how how do you grow your presence? You know what I'm saying on on social media? Man, there is a lot of different methods that you can do to grow your grow your following but what I did is like I wanted to get an organic following or whatever so in all honesty like I've used it for business I've used it for business all business purposes but the only way to really get followers is to have attractive content Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying like so it's like okay I want to have attractive content and then the other way to get the other way to get the followers is um, uh, interaction. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'm thinking, like if I follow, I'm thinking of what I would would make me follow someone. Like okay, let's say I like shoes, and then I go and I see this page, and then they got nothing but shoes. Mm-hmm. But they got uh, Jordans. They got all these different types of shoes. It's like oh, I take, I see this page. Because maybe they commented on something of mine or maybe mm. they like something of mine because I use a specific hashtag and then I go back like, man, who is Bill Shoes? Yeah. I go and look at Bill Shoes like, okay, Bill, the pictures is nice and everything. Mm. I like what Bill Shoes is saying. Man, I'm going to follow Bill Shoes because, you know, he be coming out with some nice shoes or whatever. So it was like I had to create that same process mm. but for for the brand. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So it's basically, and when you're interacting, that's basically like when you're interacting with someone who you don't know on social media, it's like tapping somebody on the shoulder, like, excuse me, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, 
they're going to look back and basically, like, who is Wavy Boy looking at my, who, who is this? I'm going to go look. And then if you look at the page and you like, then they're going to follow or they're going to like some stuff back. And that's it. Like, But that only happens with engagement. That's mm-hmm. me engaging with you. So uh, I engage with I engage with a lot of people or people who I think will like my brand and that that helped me get an organic following yeah. as opposed to cuz you could buy it you buy you could buy followers but it's like they it won't it won't do you any good if you're trying yeah. to sell anything I've seen people with like a thousand followers and they're like only getting like two likes it's like it's kind of there's like, a, but there's a lot there's a lot. <laughs> likes can be likes man in this e-commerce, likes is deceiving. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I've had posts, I've had posts to where it's had minimal likes, and then that's the most people ordering the stuff. Yeah. Then I've had uh, the most likes, and then not somebody order nothing. So it's like, man, likes really uh, is perception based. Yeah. You know, so it's definitely perception based. But likes don't equal money. I tell you that now. Yeah, I kind of kind of got that feeling. It feels like it. No, it does. It, Perception. It feels good. The, from the outside looking in, like, ooh. Like, man, numbers. You are popular. <laughs> but yeah. nah, I feel you. So, uh, I see you be doing, like, fashion shows and shit like that. And, um, you know, and you be kind of, like, you do a lot of camera work. And, like, a lot of, uh, you know, your own photo shoots and shit like that. Um how did like when did you figure out like it, it was really that like that's like serious of a time to move like that you know what I'm saying like, like I got alright now I gotta take it to the next level you know what I'm saying well like the constant photo shoots and the and the fashion shows and the you know all the events you do and shit like that man okay let's start with the uh, let's start with the uh, photos that you said mm-hmm. okay so what made me get the photos that I got I've always liked photography yeah. And then it's like, uh, man, I was really checking out brands. I was really checking out brands and things that I liked and everything when I was researching for my brand and when I do the work for my brand. And what I realized, like, I've bought a couple things online before. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, what? I took myself out my own shoes and just looked from the outside looking at, like, what made me buy this? You know what I'm saying? What yeah. made me buy this? What? What made me buy this tea? Mm-hmm. I went to that website and I seen that tea, and the picture was tight. The picture was clean. It, it was sharp. It was clean. You get what I'm saying? But I, I didn't been through a lot of brands. I went to brands that I bought stuff from, and I went yeah. to brands like, man, I would never. Yeah. <laughs> like, nigga, what is this? And the difference was the quality. One of the difference was the quality of the picture. The whole feel was different. Yeah. I've always liked photography. Loved it. So I know that a picture says a thousand words. Mm -hmm. So it's like even the quality, quality included, is part of them thousand words that you're going to get. Yeah. I've seen people who were on websites to where all their pictures are taken with a camera phone. Yeah. Or something like that. And it's like, uh, Like, uh, I don't know how that's going to be. Am I going to buy that and is it going to be used? Is it even going to come in packaging? Yeah. Like, it's probably just going to be a shirt and envelope. Yeah. And then I've seen 
pictures to where it's like, you know, Ralph Lauren, Rockaway, how they is. Like, I'm on a beach or I'm in an alley or something like that. It's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have that same... Is it going to come in a package? I don't have that thought. Like, no, this is going to come in a... By the look of that picture, it's going to come in a box with some a receipt. You know, it's going to yeah. come with all of that. And, that, and just, just seeing the type of power... And if you think about it, online online e-commerce mm-hmm. is just pictures. Usually, yeah. Basically, it's just pictures and words. The nice pictures and words to match the pictures, that's what's selling it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to mimic that. I'm going to duplicate it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do it for my own. And I want greater than or equal to yeah. the same quality photo as what I've seen a Rockaway or a Polo so I could know that, yeah, that 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 gives that gives me confidence in that brand. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what it did. And then as far as fo- uh, as far as that's what made me like I need to be able to do this whenever I want to. And plus my original passion for photography. Yeah. But when it came to you know I was in a couple of um, fashion shows, but for something like that it was just patience. The right opportunities came along because there's mm-hmm. a lot of there will be a lot of things and. For me, when it comes to fashion shows, it's not about the quantity that you're in. It's yeah. about the quality. You know what I'm saying? So it it just picking and choosing a quality event that you think will match the aesthetic of your brand mm-hmm. was was important. You know, and that just just not being in everything kind of raises the value of your brand, making it not accessible. But at the same time, being in everything makes it more accessible to the common. But this is like, I mean, Wavy Boy is like a underground fraternity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't want just everybody. We want the people that know. We want to give everybody the opportunity to know about it and see it, but we don't want just everybody. Mm-hmm. We want anybody to see it, but we don't want everybody. Okay. Only the people that care about fashion as much as we do and value looking as good. As wavy boy clothing makes you. Okay. So yeah, it's it's all about timing. That's what's up. So what made you go with the black package when you mail shit out? Man, you feel me? Like that's just another thing. Like I had to stay. I had to be myself out. That was another thing I wanted to do was brand. Like I wanted to brand my stuff. It's like nope. I want you to be able to. If you're a return customer, I want you to be able to know. Or when you get that, because you know it's a lot of first timers. So it's like, man, how do I know when that package come? Maybe it came. You know, some stuff <laughs> came in yellow envelopes. Some stuff didn't came in USPS <laughs> priority. Like all yeah, you yeah, see yeah. is a box and you open it. Like oh yeah, that was from that site. Because once you order online, you kind of you you want it, but check the mail and you see yeah. you see what it's about. And, um, you know, I started off small time, but then after a while, I was like, no, nah, I want my own thing. Then I, I was like, man, I always see white. I always see, let me get a color that nobody else, that I don't really see too often. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So then I went with the black and gold is one of my favorite colors. Like, yeah, get all types of gold on there. And then uh, black and gold or black and white, whatever the packages be. Mm-hmm. It's one of those two. And I just wanted to stand out and just give a unique con- consumer experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to know, like, yeah, come in a black pack. You know, just the simple yeah. fact that you know that. Like, yeah, that's that's cool. The branding is working. So, 
kudos to the marketing people upstairs. You know? <laughs> the H people right next to the HR department. <laughs> you feel me? They always got the best yeah. suggestions. <laughs> Shout out to the I feel you, brother. I feel you. So, um, I seen recently, um, you've just started like the Wavy Boy Media social media page. What's the idea for that? Man, so Wavy Boy Media is, man, my passion has always been for photography and videography. So it's like, I want to do that. I'm mm-hmm. going to do that. And when you want I'm, I'm nice enough now to offer, or I've been nice enough because I've got plenty of projects under my belt, but um, I just wanted to get it all under one roof and get it all together and just be like, yeah, I can do this too. And just because I like photography and capturing, capturing moments, you know what I mean? Yeah. And memories, that I, that's, I love that. So, um, I just wanted to, you know, offer that to the public too. Once I think it was, it's always when I think it's nice enough, I'm going, I'm going to give it to the public, mm-hmm. and they can do what they want. They can go with me, or they can't. But I've retained some customers with photography, and my clientele, as far as businesses and stuff that I've been working with, has been rising. Yeah, so that's what's up. Okay, how is like the everyday hustle of like working? You know, or a job, and then like having to put in the hours to like want get your shit to be right. Because I know, like for me, because I'm you know, going to work full time, having a family, like you know, like I, I gotta squeeze in like little shit, little ideas everywhere, every chance I get. You know what I'm saying? So because mm-hmm. I so this so like I'm not like unprepared, or <clears throat> I can record like three at least three times a week. You know what I'm saying? Because Excuse me, I'm trying to get that much shit done. So for you, how is like the hustle? And plus, like you've been doing it longer. You've been like trying to get on entrepreneurship longer than I have, and you actually like out here like bust the move. So like, how is that hustle? You know, what I'm saying like, how does that hustle make you feel? Man, um, it make me feel like I need to be more. I need to be around more people like me. Mm-hmm. And um, what it is is. Like, it's basically trading your social life. Yeah. Things that you would normally, that I would normally do socially, get cut out a lot running a business. But at the same time, you know, if you're so business minded, you can fit some business social things up in there to feel me to get your social life back. But for for the most part, it's like, yeah, the nights are chilling and all that other stuff is like, nah, yeah, get it in. But it's like, But it's like, nah, I could be I could be coming up with something. I could be looking for more things. I could be uh, gathering information for a newsletter. I could be, there's always something that you can be doing because it's like, the way I think about things, when I fail, when I fail about something or mm-hmm. I always think to myself, I always go back and I'd be like, well, was you doing the most that you can do every time, all the time? And then when I'm being honest with myself, I'll be like, nah, probably not. No, yeah. I probably could have been... When I was doing this, I could have been doing that. So it's like, I want to be able to be like, when I ask myself that question about Wavy or, or trying to explain, because don't get me wrong, there could be spots to where you really, there's times where I really want to be productive and I really want to do things and I dive into research and I'm trying to find new stuff or I'm listening to a lecture mm-hmm. and it's just empty information. 
But at the same time, or it's something that I can't use or something. Yeah. I value that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. it, it's that as opposed to, oh, I went and hung out. You know, and it, it just makes, I, I guess it just makes being social uh, more difficult. Yeah. Because you have to balance it all in. You can't just do only all work. You still got to do your family. You still got to do your friends. You still uh-huh. got to do. So, yeah, it, it, I guess it, it's made me more disciplined. And it's the everyday hustle is just uh, only possible if yeah. you're disciplined. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only possible if you're disciplined. Um, what do you tell a young entrepreneur or even a person that's older than us? That's they say they want to do something, but then they say they don't have time. What do you tell a person like that? They want to do something, but they don't. Have but they, but they said they don't have time. You know, because that's the one thing. You know, I used to say that same shit, like, when, before I became, like, a creative, trying to, like, you know, have my own, like, practice and shit. I always say, man, I ain't got enough time to do nothing, you know. But then when you when something happened and you get, like, a goal in mind, you make time. I made time for it. So, like, what would you say to get that person that's saying they want to do something but don't have time to that point where they, they're figuring it out? Like, if you had to motivate somebody, what would you say? Man, I would say, man, if you want to do something, then you have to do it. Like, yeah, and that's how you be successful. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? The more, the more attempts at something. Don't get me wrong, you're gonna fail, but failure is never really failure. It's always a learning process. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So you, you're not really failing. You learn it. Mm-hmm. It's only failure if you go out and keep doing the same thing over and over and over. So I would tell someone, I don't know, like when you want it as bad as you want to breathe, yeah, then you'll be successful because it's like. When I want something that bad, then you're going to get it. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? When yeah. you want something that bad, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. And um, it, a lot of the time when people say they want to do stuff, it's just like blowing smoke out their ass. Because mm-hmm. it's like you say it, but you don't really want it. Every, everything is so hard, but it's really so simple. Yeah. Because if you really wanted it, it's as simple as you would do it. But it's so hard because well, the everyday factors of life that make you not able to do it. So, I mean, if you really want to do it, then really be about it and do it. You'll mm-hmm. make that time. Yeah. So that's my thing. And then once you do, once you do make that time, just don't stop. That's my advice. Just don't stop. You can you can take a break. Mm-hmm. You know, you can slow down, but never stand still. You know, you, yeah. you take baby steps take mother may I steps like, <laughs> just don't stop and by the time you look back yeah you'll be done have something that immaterialized okay. cause you figure shit if I spent three weeks doing shit opposed to three weeks making excuses shit in three weeks oh, you might have you know you're gonna be further in, in whatever kind of uh, you know whatever kind of process you're in you know I mean that's a simple math to me but it ain't gonna be easy though. It's not gonna be easy. Yeah. It's never as easy as you think, and it's never as fast as you think. You know what so, I'm saying? So, so when you say like, don't stop, how did you get to that point where you like, you know what, I can't stop? Because this trying to build shit is hard. You know what I'm saying? Like even like if you really, even looking like we talking about podcasting, 
building that shit is hard. Because, like, even, like, um, a podcast like Joe Bunn's podcast, right? They're, like, the standard of today because, like, he scored a deal with Spotify to get, like, his exclusive content on there. So, like, that's, like, the... That's like the goal, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like his podcast mm-hmm. right now. I mean, I've said, if, if I said overall, it'd probably be Joe Rogan's podcast. It's like the, the podcast yeah, you want to be yeah, like. This lady you know at my job saying? talks like, yeah. oh, I listen to Joe yeah. Rogan. I'm yeah. like, bro, Joe Rogan? Yeah, yeah. He, he gets love, you yeah. know. So, but I'm saying, but even like the Joe Budden podcast, to, make, to my point, even though like Joe Budden was like a popular rapper, you know what I'm saying? It still took him three years to get to where he needed to go. And that's like having like a social media following, being on love and hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And actually like being like tight, you know what I'm saying? It took him three years. So like, so how do you stop? So how do you like practice that don't stop method? Because if it took, because I like, there's times where like, I'm thinking like shit, if it took them niggas three years to get this shit and these niggas already got connections and they already kind of, you know, in the building, I'm saying like they're industry people, it's like shit, you know? But then I, you know, but then I like I get in my mode like fuck. I can't stop. You know what I'm saying. So how did you get to that point? To where like you just like I can't stop. You know what I'm saying. And how did you like overwork any struggles of like you know kind of like fuck it ain't happening or you know what I'm saying. Man, so man, it was the core of me. The core of me. I played basketball, and I was just I wasn't where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And man. I would tell myself, like, man, you don't want to be like, just don't be last and just don't stop. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And that that was my, that was my, what I would tell myself, don't be last and just don't stop. And and sooner or later, I saw results. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So then when I just didn't stop, it would be hard. I would want to cry. I would want to puke. I would want to, but I just didn't stop. I kept going. And then... And then I keep going, and then when I would want to stop, I might notice a result. And then that just got me that mentality like, okay, yeah, just don't stop. Because sooner or later, you're going to see something. Yeah. And then fast forward in, fast forward into with this, with this, uh, what the situation it is now. Like when you don't meet the numbers you want to make or when you don't, when you don't um, get the interaction that you want to get on social media or you don't reach, you know, certain small goals is uh, I don't stop. You get what I'm saying? I don't stop. It, it's, if you're graphing it all down or if you're paying all the attention to it, of things jump, they jump up and down, up and down. There's nothing that stays consistent all the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's going gonna, it's gonna to differentiate a lot or a little. Yeah. And it's like... Uh, the only way to keep seeing that process is to keep going. You get what I'm saying? If yeah. you stop, you're never going to see ups and downs because you stopped. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Ups and downs is a is basically like a receipt that you haven't stopped. And yeah. that's how you see your progress. So, <laughs> you feel me? Like, if you're not having ups and downs, then you're not really progressing. Mm-hmm. So... I just had that same mentality. Like, man, I want to be able to look back and say, oh, this month is better than that, but I can't if I stopped. Yeah. So uh, that's one of the reasons why I just don't stop. I keep, got to keep going. You've seen the results, and it was like, you know, I know results come if you put the work in because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a testimony to that. I feel that. I think the reason why, like, I don't, you know what I'm saying, like, get too discouraged because it's like I always have, like, the saying, like, why, 
like, why not me? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because doing social work, that kind of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, like, kind of give, uh, you know, other people motivation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, like, you got to... You, you got to really find ways to get them to feel good about themselves enough to so they can progress and do whatever they got to do. So it's like, you got to do it to yourself, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, why well, couldn't? You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to be, like, fucking a Spotify deal, but it's like, shit, this could take me somewhere. So, you know? You so, never know. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I can't, I can't stop. You feel me? I even got to, like, you know, go, go in the bag and make up new segments. Add more work to my and fucking that's play. That's why we here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's why we here. You know, and I'm still, uh, you know, I'm still gonna do the other shit. But it's like, so now I gotta add more work. I gotta see if I can make that happen. Keep my family life cool. I'm not working myself to death. Man, but but you gotta do. You gotta yeah, get. You gotta do it. Yeah. More opportunities. You gotta do it. You know. So um. Anyway, uh, shit. So. What is like? the magic figure or the magic point when you can like walk up out of your job and be like this wavy boy bitch all day every day <laughs> you know like you know like, like like what is that magic like figure or like that magic like oh it's cool you know what i'm saying um i would say when bigger retail stores pick it up, okay. you feel me? When you when it's in a store that you know, or that's not just because the stores that it is basically like uh, little malls and malls and little specialty places that aren't nationwide. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you can go into Macy's and see it. Like okay. I'm talking about like when it's on that level. Like yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like yeah, but until then, <laughs> how did you? I was listening to another podcast, and it, you know, with the dude from uh, Fubu, he was on there. Daniel Jones. Yeah, he was saying his his grind, and uh, he was saying how like you know he sold his business to stores. How did how, how do you get there? You know, what I'm saying like I'm just curious. You know, like how do you get to that market? Man, if I knew, I would be. There. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, sometimes you know, but you just you know like I, I got to do this, 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 and this to get there. You know. Oh, you know, you you. Yeah, no, so basically you just got to speak to the people that make those decisions. Most of the time it's like called a, a merchandise, someone, that, a, a merchandiser or a buyer, mm-hmm. someone that can buy, who, who, who buys uh, the store's, the store's uh, apparel or yeah. whatever. You'll have to get in contact with that person, let that person see your line sheets. That person will have to favor one of those items. They set forth a wholesale order. You sell it to them at wholesale, they get it to them. They cut the check. Uh, you send them the stuff, yeah. and everyone's happy, and then it ends there. But it's hard because it's hard as hell to reach those people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or to get those emails of those people, or to even show your line to yeah. a lot of people, especially with so many people doing it wrong out there who don't really have a a brand. They just have like some T-shirts with designs, like that makes buyers not. Available to everyone because there's a lot of people who come to them prematurely. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, I'm there now, so I've been seeking them out. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what 2018 and 19 have in store. You know, I've seen you in the, um, you posted, uh, you was like in a magazine in Europe? Oh, the 
the GQ London. How'd, how'd you land that? Man, uh, somebody reached out from Instagram that was part of their, because I was doing like advertising everywhere, even London, and it was like people was liking it and stuff, and I was in the person who was in charge of uh, advertisement reached out mm -hmm. and got me in there, so that was cool. Okay. And you just gave him like some like some shit you had on hand or they was like we want to see this this and this and you had to give it to him. No, no, it wasn't even like that because it's all digital, so it's all about the pictures and it's all mm -hmm. about the stuff like that. So it's like uh, they had a segment to where they just have like uh, they just have the garment and they match it up with whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you might see a ja uh, a, sh a shirt, a jacket, some pants, and some boots. Yeah. And it's put together as an outfit, and then you know, had a little line, be like, this shirt is from blah, blah, blah. They threw it in a couple of those. So that was that was pretty cool. Nothing okay. major. I wish I did have, like, a, you know, section I mean, or something, but it was just, you know, that. But GQ London, I mean, that's like a, I'm assuming that's a published, you know, some cool shit. Yeah, no, it, it was, and it was cool because it was one of the items I, they had seen, I was advertising one of the items that had minimal branding on it you know what I'm saying it was a hooded long sleeve shirt just had a little small yeah thing small uh, branding on it so it was it was something that you could layer so it was like it was cool it was right up the alley cause in the GQ it's like a lot of stuff minimal mm -hmm. logos uh scars oh, I ain't never read GQ oh yeah it's, it's that type of stuff <laughs> yeah that's out of my that's out of my drippy W type stuff that we gonna have popping out some okay that type that's what's up. So, um, are you going to do streetwear forever, or are you going to maybe one day switch it up? Nah, moving into the business business side of it, so I definitely want to get into. I mean, I'm going to have a streetwear popping all day, but mm -hmm. I definitely want to get into more contemporary or things that you can wear to work. want to add at the section, and then uh, the kids, the kids popping off. Got to get the kids. Had the kids looking like adults. That's okay. The, you feel okay. me? That's the goal, so... Alright, well, uh, man, I appreciate you sitting down with your boy, you know what I'm saying, for the first turtle launch. Well, you, you either going to be the first or the second. I ain't even on my name. Ah, damn. But, uh, damn, granted, nigga. <laughs> nah, it don't matter, shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, I appreciate you, bro, uh, for telling your story, the hustle, the, uh, you know, what it's like to be an entrepreneur. Pleasure you know? to be here, man. Pleasure. And uh, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, one day you get up in that Macy's. You feel me? You know, even if it's a, a clearance sale. <laughs> you feel me? Well, clearance, I'm marking my stuff up 500%. Yeah, just let's get in there. But, uh, all right. Appreciate y'all for listening. Holla.